Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune, as always, to be joined by the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on the hit TV show Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Good to be here. Thank you. We have a very exciting special guest with us today, Wade and Catherine Reed of Busy Bees. Wade and Catherine, thanks for joining us. Nice to be here. All right. So for our viewers and our listeners, let's tell them what is Busy Bees. My goodness. Busy Bees is such a fun business. Um, It's a lifestyle brand that's all about building connection between parents and children, grandparents, grandchildren, caretakers, and those that they're responsible for, teachers and their students. Think about busy, right? There's a biz as in business. You know, we're a, a homeschool family. We wanted to teach our kids about business. So we intentionally made the name B-I-Z as in business. But we have six kids. And so it's crazy around <laughs> we here. We are busy. Busy bees. We have kids running around the place. But think about this. Bees are highly, highly industrious. Like one little bee its entire life might make a teaspoon worth of honey. But on aggregate, all the bees working together, they make millions of gallons of honey across the globe. It's amazing. So Busy Bees is kind of a play on words, but it's a lifestyle brand about connecting parents with their children in fun and engaging ways. Awesome. So can, do you happen to have, Busy Bees is also a, to- a educational toy that my kids are obsessed with. And amazing, you got them off their cell phones for hours at a time, which is yes. like almost never happened before. Do you happen to have some product with you we could demonstrate? Yes. We certainly do. Uh, so we... We brought the Busy Bees brand to life because of this uh, deal with, with screens, as you mentioned. We recognized parents were using babysitters uh, as their screens. And in fact, there's a highly, highly addictive nature to screens. A lot of science is now coming out um, similar to what happened with the tobacco industry, that years later, we're recognizing that it wasn't necessarily the best thing to let kids smoke and that <laughs> doctors shouldn't be promoting smoking, <laughs> right? So we're finding that's to be the case with, with screens. And so we wanted to participate in the advancement of alternatives for parents to give their kids something that could last for hours that their kids could get engaged in. So we developed mag sticks. Um, they're magnetic sticks and balls that, that come together in, in unlimited ways. So um, you, get, you have, I mean, it's just, it's just unlimited. So here's a little bunny rabbit with his ears or an ice cream cone. Or a microphone, nah, nah. Like the kids are building all sorts of Mar- a Mars man, you know, aliens and 
and whatnot. And the kids are just trading and they don't ask for screens. And then mom still just like, this is educational. Like I got my bachelor's degree in elementary education and one of my, some of my studies in my degree, um, my classes, I really focused on the, the benefits of um, playing and learning at the same time. So Albert Einstein said, play is the highest form of research, right? And so if Albert Einstein says it, it must be, it must be true. And so when kids are building, look at this, Wade over here has an inner child and he's going to build a little tower. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy for two hours on his last Sunday, he was going to town on it. So it's been fun. Yeah. So, so how did you invent it? A great question. In, inventing is definitely not my skill set. honestly. I'm not an engineer, but what we realized is our kids loved magnetic building toys. And there were several on the market that our kids enjoyed and had in their homes, but we didn't see anything that was, that was more geared toward those on say the autism spectrum or who had neurological issues, maybe fine motor issues where they couldn't grasp things as well. Some sensory needs. Like and we so knew we, we wanted something with textures to help calm that, calm the child. So we went out to some manufacturers to see just what, what was out there and available or not available. And we found a manufacturer actually who hadn't brought their toy to market yet and that they wanted to partner with us. And so we branded the product under our brand and have brought it to market um, two years ago. And so um, we wanted to have multiple different textures. This one's got this wavy pattern to it. We've got one with a, a, a light has. bump on it. Another one's got a little bit bigger dash to it that's, uh, that's interesting. And a, and a very smooth one with a groove on it. So we have varying textures for those who love uh, to stimulate you know those those kids i mean all kids need that for brain development but we particularly wanted to support those in the special needs community who are highly underserved among toy manufacturers hey i'm in your sweet spot i've got two kids 31 and 21 two grandkids yeah uh, one and three from my, my my one my oldest boy so that so i love what you're talking about uh, my my question though is Let's talk about the monetization of, of your whole company. So sure. you have a product that people can buy. Um, is this necessary that they start with this? Or are there other things that people can do before they invest in the, in, into the, the actual product itself? Is, is there learning uh, uh, elements of your, of your products, uh, you know, websites, um, you know, funnels? I'm just trying to understand where, where, where uh, things uh, come in terms of the monetization for you as entrepreneurs? Yeah, well, we're developing um, some content around this. And the topics that we address are on the things we've already mentioned here. So our Instagram, our Facebook is always supporting um, content related to this. Um, Catherine has her elementary education degree. She studied early childhood development. We've been parenting mentors locally in the community. Um, she's taught preschool. So everything we do is geared toward supporting uh, that sort of learning and experience. Uh, we haven't developed any courses that are available yet online through the, the brand. Uh, it's primarily this product to get people engaged with us. This is the primary monetization at this point. And how's it going so far? How are you getting, are you getting the product out there now? Getting some traction? Yeah, so we've been around for two years. Um, we've sold 4,500 sets, which we think is respectable, but I think it's, it's been a slower build than we anticipated. Um, it's a new entrant to the magnetic building toy marketplace. So there's been a lot of awareness that we've, we didn't realize we would have to bring when we brought it to market. And so 4,500 sets over two years, again, I think is respectable, but we have a lot of room for growth. 
Uh, just recently, we were looking into the daycare marketplace. Gotcha. Um, 1,100 daycares in the state of Utah among only 2 million people. And what that ultimately looks like is around 165,000 daycares across the country. Beautiful. And so uh, yesterday, Catherine and I stopped in on this really cool place called KinderCare. KinderCare's got 1,200 locations across the country. They've got eight here in Utah. And the director there said, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. We she love loved this. it. We want to have this. <laughs> she's like, I want one in my home. Can I have one? And then nope. she said, my director's in Vegas because she's over in Nevada. And she's like, we need to get my director, who's over Utah and Nevada, to touch this and feel this. So sometimes we have to get more creative with the online sales because right. once someone has it in their hand, Wade has been going to some special needs classrooms and just lately the last two weeks. And we're, I mean, he hasn't had one rejection yet. And usually in business, there's that law of, you know, you get some rejection. Certainly online, not everyone's buying, but maybe someday. Um, but in person, they can't get enough. And there's, we'll go to these education conferences and there'll be a, a 10 year old and an 18 year old. And it doesn't matter that they're, they're not, they're not the same age. They get um, the cognitive development, like creativity takes place and they're using three sets and they're building this humongous, the Parthenon or the Eiffel Tower with, with three full sets, you know, all of the boards and everything. Um, or a little uh, six-month-old baby, you know, just does this. No, just you know, just stimming. It's, it's, it's really all, and my father-in-law nice. comes over and he has a blast. Like, it, it gets everyone engaged, but yeah. it's been really exciting to see. Oh. Once someone has their hands on it, right? they can't get enough. They're like, well, can I get five more of these? I have so, a question. So the 4,500 people now that have the product, have you been able to generate additional revenue streams from some of those folks or is it a sale and that's primarily it? I'm just trying to understand the economics. Yeah, we see most mostly repeat buyers from the institutional buyers where they recognize in their occupational therapy clinic, their play therapy clinic, mm -hmm. their, their day school, uh, their, their public education platform, whatever it is, it tends to be those environments where we're seeing repeat buyers quickly. Um, because it's a little bit pricier, you know, an $80 product is hard to do until you've experienced it, oh. right? It's not like Lego and everyone's familiar with Lego and they'll spend 50 to hundred bucks on Lego sets because they know what it is and how it works and how it engages with kids. New products to the marketplace a little bit harder that way is what we're finding. And so the repeat buyers are the institutional buyers who typically have gotcha. funds specifically to, to buy toys. What's the age, ages it applies to? Uh, three plus. In fact, a year and a half plus is what we find people engage with. Um, the most common range, though, the most uh, feedback we get is three to eight years old. Three to eight. Okay, yeah. good. What do you like best about seeing other people play with what you brought with, with what you're bringing to market? It's just fulfilling. Um, I was a nanny for four years for a family that had three children with down uh, with Down syndrome, two of which also had autism. So this. This is like the back of the box. This is our my inspiration and my story. And so to see something so personal, people are always like, oh, you know, business is business, personal is personal. It's not just business. This is personal because of the message <coughs> of, of helping bring more peace and joy into millions of families, millions of homes across the globe. And so when we hear the feedback, what, 50, almost all five-star reviews on Amazon, and we didn't pay those, you know, Amazon doesn't let you even if we wanted to. Those are genuine, like strangers to me. I think my mom has a review on there. Don't tell Amazon. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but mostly they're strangers. I'm just being, I'm keeping it real. Um, and I'm just like so touched. Um, seriously, that Seth, that they're like, oh, my kids, Christmas morning. They have, they have four, three kids and 
only one of the only one of the kids received this gift, but all three kids gravitated towards it and they're building all sorts of things. And then they text me or, I mean, they message me on Facebook, um, just to our company busy bees. Hey, you know, I know you guys, can I get it? Can I get another one? I just, can you give me a special discount? Like people are absolutely crazy about it. And that like is so fulfilling as an entrepreneur because it's exciting to get to have monetization but to have it, to know that this is connecting. Some of the grandparents are like, I'm the favorite grandpa. And they're so excited because yeah. they're one-year-old, they're the nine-year-old. They're all playing with it with grandpa. One of the Instead things of grandpa just watching sports and, yeah. hey, go shush the kids in the corner. I sometimes get sick of board games too, but this is fun. Like I literally play with my kids and so does Wade for hours. And it, it really is fulfilling. One of the marketing things that comes to mind is, is the use of micro influencers, um, mothers whose maybe kids are using it, having fun. Have you connected in with any kind of influencers that are putting the word out to their, you know, a micro influencer might be a mom with a thousand followers on her Instagram or some or 10,000 or hey, it'd be great if she had a million. It, they're all different levels, but micro means generally small. It's not the Kardashians, yeah. you know, that have a right, 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 hundred right. plus million, you know, yeah, so we've, we've actually, have you, we have, have a social media manager. This? So the last two years that I, I've gotten right on that the entire time we've worked with, um, you know, I think one, I think one of our influencer moms, she's just a mom of, you know, three kids or something, but she has 80,000, you know, just 80,000 followers. Right. So that was crazy engagement. And so then naturally when she has a giveaway, we had 300 new followers or something. So that was exciting. Right. Um, right. But sometimes there'll be a influencer mom that has 200,000, but I love their platform and they represent the same platform. Maybe they're a homeschool mom or a public education teacher, but just passionate and deliberate. Like we try to be. And so I'm like, okay, that's worth working with. So I probably at least 40 influencers in the last. It's definitely a grassroots effort. And yeah. it's, it's interesting how challenging it can really be in business. <laughs> you think you've got this brilliant idea. Oh, everyone's going to love it. Everyone's <laughs> going to love it and everyone's going to buy it. And, and no, you know, there's different channels that, that work better than others. And uh, we have great right. some micro social media influencers. It's been yeah. really helpful. The good news is everyone who plays with it loves it. We're right. just working. You just got, obviously, we got to get it out to more people. I, I've got a, a three and a half year old that'll be, in, and a one and a half year old now, they said one and three, that'll be coming to my house for the holidays. So love to, uh, to see if we could get some, some viral activity happening out of uh, my grandkids. You know, that right would be really yeah. cool. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. You'll be the favorite grandpa. I'm telling you, I'm just warning you now. <laughs> we, we, the, your grandkids, other grandpa's going to be like, I give them suckers, you know, <laughs> you're going to give them the mag sticks. That's super. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, All we right. know your time is valuable. We greatly appreciate you joining us. Um, for our folks who are watching and listening who want to be the favorite grandpa or favorite parent mm-hmm. or engage with their kids off of their screens, where is the best place to send them to uh, get Busy Bees? Uh, we've got a special page created called BusyBeesToys.com, B-I-Z-Y-B-E-E-Z. There's two Zs. Mm-hmm. People keep messing that up, and that's kind of our fault, but you see it here as well, B-I-Z-Y-B-E-E-Z. T-O-Y-S.com. Um, that's the easiest place to, to find and purchase. Of course, if you want a little more information, perhaps uh, our Amazon listing is there as well. And, uh, and our main website under the busybees.com brand, which tells a little bit more of the story. Uh, there, but the, there's a purchase link there on busybeestoys.com. All right. Thank you very much, hey Wade, Catherine. Be great. Congratulations. I really appreciate it, guys. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? 
Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.